Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know, the one, the only, the great Master John, Lord Bella Johnny Hotcakes. Yay, me. <laughs> it is I. <laughs> Talking in your high pitched voice. I like it. <clears throat> Got kicked in the balls, I think. I don't think you've gotten that yet. No, but it'd make me sing high. It's going to happen one day. No. <laughs> it's going to happen one day, I'm sure. <laughs> and, and that will be the last day. <laughs> so if she's listening, that's, don't. That's doomsday, right? <laughs> don't fucking. I know it's coming. She's going to try it. You don't even like a little tap tap? No, don't. <laughs> Do not. Yeah, I've been hitting the balls. It makes me want to throw up. That's how much I hurt. Yeah. I, I don't I don't enjoy that. Yeah, my slave boy experiences that too. Yeah. He's like starts dry heaving. I'm just I'm glad I don't have balls. It's bad. I'm sure it I is. I can't describe the pain. Uh, I'm sure childbirth hurts. Yeah. I'm sure it does. But not like getting kicked in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it just, does it last that long after you Oh, get yeah. It lasts. I still have memories from third grade. Damn. Yeah. It, it lasts your whole life. Um, it, well, it doesn't go away. Come on. Your pain, I'm saying in general, the pain of the balls being kicked is um, like... You know, I've had it last up to 30 minutes before. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Again, glad I don't have testicles. Yeah. That's super. <laughs> <laughs> They are super. They're super-duper to kiss and suck and lick. <laughs> but hitting, not so much. <laughs> but it's pretty sadistic. I was going to say it's very sadistic. You're laughing about it. I, I like it. I like, I like hitting balls. I like doing mean stuff to testicles when they want it done. Right. Yes. We're going to talk about sadism this week. Yes. Or have been. That's a new week, I guess. I'm telling you, years ago, my most favorite masochist... He would come over. I would kick him in the balls. He would bend over like a football player. Or he would stand up and I would strap him to the cross and I would kick him or knee him in the nuts and the te- and the actual dick. And then I would put... The dick doesn't hurt as bad. It's the balls. It's Yeah. Well, clearly, right? And then I would put any type of like hypodermic needle... Uh, stick pins, any type of like needles or pins in his dick and balls. Yeah. And then I would knock them off with my flogger. And then the ones that were left, they were left. And then I would piss all over him. Wow. Yeah. And he liked it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Through the whole session, I just kept drinking. I don't even have words. I'm just. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Oh my god! So I've fun. seen some shit. You know, I've I've been to the local dungeon. I've seen a guy get hit in the balls with a baseball bat. Oh yeah, yeah. They were swinging it hard too. I've seen him get hit with a hammer. Yeah, just smash them. Yeah, and they take it. Um, I don't know what's wrong with them. Why they would do that? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there was something else that was about testicles, and I remember doing. And it was, it was weird. It was out of the ordinary. It was weird for some, but to me, it was like, oh, 
just another Tuesday. Right? Yeah. There was something I did, and I was trying to remember what it was. It was some type of impact, I re- recall. There was something I did with it. Um, hmm, it'll come to me. But I do know that my absolute favorite gentleman that I play with in the dungeon, he comes, you know, usually on his birthday, special holidays. But he's another one I get to punch in the stomach. And I have to, like, make an X with permanent marker where his hernias are so I don't punch his hernias. That's probably and a good idea not to punch definitely. his hernias. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and then I take this nail file that he has. It's a wooden nail file. You and told me about that. The ballpoint pen. Yeah. He was just here last week. Oh. And I love doing that shit. You love stabbing him. Love stabbing him in, through the because, belly button. Because you, like a, it goes through his skin. Yeah, you, you it's do a flat stab belly him. button. Oh, yeah. It's a flat belly button. And I don't just like, you know, no, you know like it's in there. Him, He's bleeding. But I'll start pushing, pushing, pushing like I'm piercing the skin. Right. Until you know? it punctures. Until it punctures through. God. Yeah. And he loves that shit. He drips the whole time. It's insanity to me. Insanity, <laughs> but it, it's it's a great insanity. It's like, oh yeah, right, because we're insane too. We are totally insane. <laughs> <laughs> so crazy. So sadism is fun. Yes, we but like we have it. empathy at least. We do we? We do. We laugh. We <laughs> we do laugh. <laughs> they want us to laugh. You know. You can you can have sadistic tendencies and Absolutely. still have empathy. We about, yeah, right? yeah. We talked yeah. about that yesterday. So. If you're a sadist, yes. does that make you a dom? That's what we want to talk about tonight. All right, John. You going to educate us tonight? And we're going to edumacate them. Edumacate them. Okay. So, being a dom, you can be a sadist. Yes. That is true. But there are two different things. They mean Definitely. completely different things. A sadist, as we've talked about, is someone that derives pleasure, normally sexual pleasure, from inflicting some sort of pain on someone else. You know, what's interesting is there's not a lot of articles about this topic. No, we, we looked. Yeah, we, and, we looked. But a dominant is something different. So in BDSM, we're talking about power exchange. We're talking about role play. We do talk about sadism and masochism, but that goes along with the, the power exchange. So a dominant is someone who takes control of whatever's happening, and the submissive is the one that submits to whatever's happening. And it doesn't need doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be sadistic. It just means I'm in control, and you're going to do what the fuck I say. Does it go into sadism? A lot of times it does. But being a sadist doesn't make you a dom, and being a dom doesn't make you a sadist. Absolutely. They're completely different things. So... A lot of people will come to us and they'll ask us, I know you've had it. I came to you Mm -hmm. and I've had people come to me. Can you teach me what I need to do to be a dom? Sure. And the answer is no, not really. Mm -hmm. Because every dom is different. Every situation is different. I can teach you some things about being a dom. I can't teach you how to be a dom. Absolutely. So we can talk about some of those things tonight. And the first thing, and I've, I've said it to you, I've said it on the podcast, I've said it to people that I've mentored. The first thing of being a dom, you want to control someone, you have to learn to control yourself. Especially if you have sadistic tendencies, because you have to learn how to control your impulses so you're not actually hurting someone else. 
You know, they want to be hurt, but we don't want to harm them. And we said in the last episode, we're not going to leave physical permanent damage. So we have to learn how to control ourselves. And that's the biggest, to me, that's, that's the biggest thing. You have to have enough control over yourself to be able to control someone else. You're just nodding your head. <laughs> well, you know, I'm taking that all in because, you know, it's, there's important, important aspects to it all. But I think that when you say it's a dominant, I think when you say dominant, it's more like an umbrella. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Because, you know, being a dominant, you can be a daddy dom, you can be right. a sadist, you can be. <clears throat> right. Being a be sadist switched. is just a piece of being a dom. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a lot of different, you know. It just means you're taking control of this, what's happening. Absolutely. And, you know, it takes a lot of confidence. It does. Nobody's going to listen to you if you're not confident about what you're saying. Very true. So, you might have a brat. And you might have to show them more better than you can tell them. <laughs> <laughs> they might fuck around and find out. But you have to be willing as the dom because that's what they want. If they're submitting to you and they want to play that role, they want a dom who's going to make them. More. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, years ago, um, it, it is, it's about, you know, people who want to be a dom and they think they can do it. And it's not all that in a bag of chips. I mean, there's a huge responsibility behind it. But it was interesting because I had a slave girl. This is years before I met you. And we had this little, you know, gathering in the dungeon. And we were, there was, there was probably like 12 or 15 of us. Anyway, she was the human tray. And she was in there. She had cheeses and meats and everything on mm. her. And, of course, she was tied down and chained up. So that was hot. Um but there was a particular person there at the event and you know we were all in a circle and we were talking about topics and different things like that and this one woman she just wouldn't shut the fuck up and she was interrupting people and da 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 and so finally when i finally spoke i mean i let her kind of air her shit for about 15 20 minutes and finally when i spoke i think i just set a tone and have a presence, and I, I don't do it intentionally, but it was kind of establishing, hey, look, this is my show. We're running it this way. You need to shut the fuck up, you know? So I think, like you said, it's a matter of confidence. It's being direct. It's knowing what you're talking about. It's, you know, being educated on the topic, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, this is where we are. Right. So. You know, anybody can come into a room and get angry and start yelling and think that yeah. they're in control and that if I'm louder than everybody else and I scare everyone. Absolutely. I'm in control. I'm the dominant. And that's not the case. 100% not true. Exactly. You know, I was talking with my partner the other day, we were watching a movie and we'd been talking about this subject a little bit, not in this context, but The most power you have over someone is to be able to talk to them in a soft tone. In a civil way. In a civil way. <clears throat> and they know. Absolutely. They absolutely know who's in charge. Yeah. You don't have to raise your voice. You don't have to show any type of... Aggression. None. None. No. You know? The best bosses are the ones that don't yell at you. They're the ones that pull you to the side and say, hey... You fucked up. Yeah. And you're going to do better. <laughs> that's it. And that's it. That's all you got to tell them. It sets the tone. You know? That's it. 
I I have an ex- you know I I've run businesses before. Yeah. Pulled a guy to the side. It's like when you come in here, it's like a fucking hurricane. You're supposed to be one of my leaders, and you come in here and everything just goes to chaos. I need you to fix that. Yeah. You know what? He heard me. He heard me and he fixed it. And now he's a he's a manager. Yeah. Doing the same thing I was doing. And you know that says something about you and I. We both have managed businesses. You know. I you know, I've always either owned them or managed them, you know. You went to school for it. You you knew exactly what you were doing. You worked <laughs> when you were supervisors for a lot of fucking people. Right. But, you know, and to me, that kind of sets the stage for who we are as people. You know, and that's why I find it amusing when you see like a cute little 24-year-old guy comes in. This is a la madame. And it's like, <laughs> do you really have your life together? You know? You know? That doesn't mean it can't be a dom. It doesn't mean there that. Are, no. There are... You know, and it depends on the situation and who your partner is. Yeah, absolutely. But can you come in the room and command the room? Exactly. You know, we throw parties. You got to have your shit together. We throw parties (laughs) and you get up and you talk and people fucking listen. They better fucking listen. That's it. And I get up and do my shows and people turn their heads and they're in awe. Yeah. We command the room when we're doing those parties. Yeah. And it's not a lot of times people don't even know. Well, they know who you are because you're at the front gate. Sure. A lot of times they don't know who I am until things start to happen. Yeah. And then it just silence. It's, and it's not because we got loud. It's not because. No. It's just because our energy and our presence. Yeah. And we're not arrogant about it no. either. No. You know, it's no, like you said, it's it's setting the tone. Right. When people yeah. want to learn how to be a dom. This is, you've got to, you've got to create that persona. you got to create that charisma. Persona, charisma, keywords right there. Yeah. And confidence. Yes. Nobody wants to be around someone who is not charismatic. No one wants to be around somebody who is introverted, doesn't want to talk to you, doesn't make you feel comfortable, you know. Yeah. And going back to the business analogy, I would tell my management team, a leader is only as good as the people who are willing to follow them. Not the people that are supposed to follow them. You're the manager. You're supposed to do what I say. Fuck yeah. that. The people that are willing to follow. The people that are willing to follow you are weak. You're a weak leader. If the people that are willing to follow you are strong. It's because you're a strong leader. So create that. You know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be a dom, you need people that are going to listen to you. You can't be a dom if you don't have any submissives. It doesn't work. Right. So you can call yourself a dom, but if nobody wants to play the role with you you're not are you really a dom entirely true yeah you have to be able to draw that type of individual who wants to submit exactly and there's people that want to submit oh very much but they don't want to submit to a weak person absolutely not they they want that fantasy they want somebody who's going to take control who's going to fucking make them absolutely you know my partner she gets a little bratty sometimes it's okay i get bratty sometimes too She's, yeah. she, we're both dominants. Yeah. We both take turns. We, we switch. We're primal. And we take turns. Who's going to, you know, <laughs> it's primal play. So she she's cute when she thinks she's in charge. And I let her pretend for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe she won't listen to this episode. <laughs> I've already told her. I've told her before. It's so cute when you think you're in charge. <laughs> no. During everyday life, you know, she's in charge of her business. Absolutely. But when we go in the dungeon, 
It's real fucking cute when she thinks she's in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll let her. And then I'll show her. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we're driving home the other night. She's getting a little mouthy. She won't shut the fuck up. I said, shut the fuck up and don't say another word until you come. And handed her a toy and told her to come. And she got a little mouthy. I said, oh, you still want to talk? She's like, you going to get all dummy on me? He's like, no, you're going to fucking shut up and come or I'm going to pull this fucking car over on the side of the freeway. And you know what? If you say something, you better be willing to fucking do it. Yeah. So we pulled over on the side of the fucking freeway <laughs> until she came because she wouldn't shut the fuck up. Nice. Yeah. It was great. Nice. So confidence. Yes. Back up what the fuck you say. <laughs> Don't say something you're not willing to do. Yes. So yeah. let them know you're in charge and you're See? not going to back down. Don't be weak. All this week. <laughs> all this week I've had a bratty little bitch. Oh, you have. I have. And he has really tried to push my buttons. There's one thing that he always says when he's annoyed or frustrated with the world. And if I'm not, in his eyes, doing exactly what he would expect of me in some form or fashion, you know, in our actual regular relationship... He'll say, you know what? You do you. I hate that phrase. Because to me, it says, I'm disconnecting myself from you right now. Like, you do whatever the fuck you want. And I don't like that. So what he did was, he said that to me twice. And I said, you know what happened the last time you said that? He says, oh, you didn't do shit. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so oh, he's egging you on. He's egging me on. So what he did was yesterday, you know, he's getting ready to go to bed. We have opposite schedules, obviously. And he's like, you do you. <laughs> oh, she's like You that. do you. <laughs> <laughs> and he like wants to play with himself a little bit. You do you. And I said, you know what? I'm starting to count right now. How many times are you going to say that? Because you don't even fucking have a clue what I'm going to do to you. However many times you say that, you don't even know what is in store for you. He's like, well, aren't you going to tell me? Or are you going to do you? And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's on. So, <laughs> Oh, I'm scared for him. I'm, yeah, you need to be scared I'm for I'm not him. coming over tomorrow. Mm-hmm. No, it's Thursday. It's his day. Yeah, that's why I'm not coming over. No, you're not. I don't want to see this. No. No, but I can tell you this. It involves chains, suspension, and a lot of fucking pain. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. 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 He'll love it. He'll, you know what? He's going to you, feel, I'm sure you'll love it a lot more than he does. I'm going to love it a lot more than he does because I'm going to do some things that he has never yet experienced. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll have to tell me about it after. I don't want to yeah, know. Yeah. It'll be fun. I'll take a few pictures. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got to be a lot of pain for him. <laughs> you know, he's going to do him. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> he's going to do himself. Yeah, he's going to do himself. At the, at the end of it, you'll be like, I guess you're going to have to do you and make him beat off. <laughs> <laughs> if he could reach it. I don't right. think he's going to be able to reach it. Right, because you're not going to do him, so he's going to have to do himself. He's going to have to do something. Yeah. Yeah, he's, it's going to be bad for him. <laughs> awesome yes yes so i did pick the chains up they had some sand on them i left them outside so they're on the table (laughs) just 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 in case you need to know where they're at okay yeah (laughs) they're prepared 
Wow. Wow. You want to put electricity on them, huh? <sighs> no, I'm thinking needles. Oh, that's what I was thinking yeah. when you said that. Yeah. I'm thinking a little uh, water torture. You oh, know? the pool's nice and cold, too. Oh, I got something even better. Oh, like waterboarding? As I suspend him. Yes. Oh, my God. As I suspend him, I'm going to submerge his head in water. Hmm. Yeah. He's lucky. He's going to You could have pissed on him. Yeah. He really is lucky. I could have pissed on him. You could have pissed in a bowl and somebody just facing that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's lucky you love him. Right? Wow. That's why he's getting tortured. (laughs) He is going to get fucking tortured. Yeah. So. Yes. We're we're back to sadism again. We're back to sadism. (laughs) See how easy that was? Right. Just a whole big one on turn. But there's sensual doms. Yes. Daddy doms. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, there's princesses who want the knight in shining armor. Yeah. So there's lots of different ways to be dominant without being sadistic. Yeah, those are called rescue me whores, please. (laughs) (laughs) But some of them want to be tortured, too. Oh, they want to be tortured like, oh, yeah, hardcore. You know, a lot of girls want to be rescued from their torturers. They get kidnapped and they're being abused. They want to be rescued, but they want the rescuer to torture them even more than the kidnappers did. Yeah. That's part of their fantasy. Yeah. Definitely. Rescue me, but torture me even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Fun times, John. I know one. She she told me her dream. And that, that's what it was. I'm sure. Yeah. Damn. We have fun. I bet you did. <laughs> this is great. This is great. But. Yes. You know, like we said, it's about control. You control yourself. So that you can control yourself. And there's a lot of things that go into that control of yourself. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk about was it takes a lot of trust for someone to submit to you. And a lot of times you have to earn that trust. Somebody's not going to just submit completely the first time you meet. You know, maybe that's the fantasy. But in reality, you really have to build a relationship to be able to get to the levels that you want to be at. For me... my partner got a little frustrated because she felt like we were going too slow. We weren't going where she wanted to go. She didn't know if I was the right person because I wasn't doing the things that she was fantasizing about. And reality is, and we've had this conversation, I was creating a safe place for her so that we could. We were going slow. We were building trust. We were building a safe place so that she knew that I was going to do these fucked up things to her but she was going to be okay because I was going to take care of her. And the same thing for her. The reason I'm able to let her top and to be dominant with me is because we've created that relationship. And I know she's going to have boundaries that we've discussed and not cross those boundaries. Because if, if you're being the dom, you're being the top, and you did, you're not respecting your sub's boundaries... That ruins everything. That ruins the trust. Say, um, as the dom, you like to do things, say, biting. We'll just say biting. Or impact play. Caning. I don't like to be caned. I don't. Or, like you said at the beginning, cock and ball torture. I don't want to get kicked in the balls. So we use that one as an example. Because it hasn't happened. But that's a huge hard limit for me. It's a huge boundary. And if she she didn't have enough control over her impulses to stop herself from doing that, 
that's going to be a huge issue. That's going to be a deal breaker in our relationship, and our relationship will be over. That that's how big of a deal it is. You know, it's like if she shit in my mouth, I'm I'm not coming back. I'm not fucking coming back. You kick me in the balls. I'm not coming back. You can see John's face when he says that. <laughs> but as the dom, you have a lot of responsibility to not cross those lines, no matter how bad you want to. As the dom, you have you take that responsibility on that you're not going to do certain things to your sub that they don't want you to do and that you've discussed and that you've had those conversations before you play. You know, you have people come in all the time and I've sat in on the conversations and we ask them, what do they want? They don't come in and we give them what we want. They come in, they have the scenario and we create that for them. It's not, they come in and fuck you, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. That's right. This is not the John and Mia show. No, Well, it is. (laughs) During a session, John. Right. But we have a responsibility to control ourselves when we're in those situations and not go beyond what they want. And I think you established a good point and that is, you know, it's, it all boils down to trust. So when you're doing scenes, say at night with your partner and you're getting all hot and bothered and you're doing things sometimes way out of your regular comfort zones Wait, we've, for both you, of you. And we've done that lately. And you've done it. But yeah. It took time. But we it have did. really pushed a lot of boundaries in the last month or so. And, a lot. and here's the thing, though. The next morning in your regular day, you wake up, you kiss each other, tell each other you love you, love each other. And, and then, of course, everything's great, regardless. Right. We come out of the dungeon. Yeah. She's she's my queen again. Yeah, because you respect the boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we do some fucked up shit to each other. <laughs> you know, we we do we've talked about it before. We do a lot of edge play. Yeah, a lot of. I like to be choked until I pass out. We like to use knives. We like to use fire. We like to use electricity. But at the end of the day, we take care of each other and make sure that we're okay. And we come out and we respect each other. And that part of our play is over. We played, and now we go on with our regular life. But we do. We are aware. And this is something we we talk about a lot, but aftercare, you know, when we do an intense scene, sometimes aftercare lasts three or four days. It's it's like coming down off of a drug, you know, sometimes people will, they'll get real tired or their body will be fatigued for a couple of days. They'll get depressed. They'll start to think, oh my God, what did I do? You know, everything starts crashing down when they're not high anymore. You do a lot of things when you're high. Yeah. You know, not just on drugs, but when, yeah. when you, you start get to question yourself. When you get into subspace, you start yeah. doing things that you wouldn't normally do. And that's why negotiation is important as well. As the Dom, you have to have enough impulse control that even though they're saying yes to certain things, you've already discussed those before. And even though they're saying yes, the answer is no because you have enough control over yourself to say no. We discussed that and we're not doing that. Because it's really tempting to do things you want to do when somebody's willing to do them. But what kind of harm is that going to leave them when they wake up from their days? You know? So. Wow. We got deep. Yeah, we did. We got serious <laughs> and shit. It's like we know how to be doms or something. I'm telling you. What it's the crazy. fuck? Yeah, and I really think that there's so many other aspects of it all that we can cover. But I Absolutely. think, like you said, I mean, this well, that's is, why we do a podcast. We can talk it. about it. This is just the tip of it, and then the fact of it is that you know you can still be a sadist and be a dom. I, well, fuck yeah, 
And, you know, uh, clearly. <laughs> I love clearly. being a sadist. Absolutely. Yeah. So, have we said enough for tonight? I, I don't know. Have we, have we learned anything? <laughs> I would hope so, on I'm, some level. We'll learn how to control myself. <laughs> That's so. going to be difficult. I have, I have very low self-control. <laughs> but do you have impulse control? No. Wow. No, I feel like being off, I just go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Including just pulling off the side of the road and, you know, doing it on the highway. Exactly. Yeah. Masturbating my girlfriend. <laughs> she wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> she fucked around and found out. Well, you she, know. She dared me to do it, so I did it. I'm, I'm with you. My slave boy had a long, hard day one day, and I didn't have any lube, so I used my hand lotion, and we just had to make things work. <laughs> <laughs> and tomorrow he's going to fuck. He fucked around. Tomorrow's going to find out. And he smelled like gingerbread cookies all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> made your mouth water. That's it. Gingerbread boy, bitch. He smelled, I love he it. smelled delicious. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So. All right. Okay. All right. Well, till next time, make all your... I'm going to dominate the shit out of your ass. Fantasies become realities. <laughs> <laughs>